to you from Star Studios in the basement of Jupiter House Coffee in Denton, Texas. This is Coffee with a Sign Painter, a weekly podcast hosted by sign painter Sean Starr that consists of interviews with other sign painters and some of the customers and characters Sean comes across while running his studio. Okay, welcome back to Coffee with a Sign Painter. Um, I'd like to apologize for last week's hiccup. We've, uh, as some of you know, we moved into our new studio space and we've been juggling things and trying to get things put away, so we missed an episode. So, um, But today I'm going to make up for it because um, I have a special interview with one of my favorite people that I met over in our project in Ireland, uh, and that's Seth Collins who's the son of Tom and Nikki Collins that I've interviewed here on the show. And uh, Seth's an 11-year-old kid, but he's like the coolest 11-year-old kid you're ever going to meet. The kid hangs out with the Cranberries. He's made short films with seasoned directors. Amazing kid. So uh, when, when we met him and started talking and joking around, I was like, I got to get this kid on the show. So that's what we did. So uh, this is me and Seth and... Uh, Seth's going to tell you about his motivations and uh, the direction he's going. So, uh, here we go. Seth Collins, Limerick, Ireland. Uh, how far away would I have to be for it to pick up my sound? Like, right. How are you, just us talking, it'll pick it all up. Okay. So, why don't you start by telling us who you are? Okay, is it recording? I don't know, is it? Okay, um... Hello, my name is Seth and Seth Collins, sorry, and uh, Tom Collins, the person who's holding uh, Love Letters from Limerick or Elemental, is my dad. And yeah, I'm doing a podcast. There you go. Or, so, um, I'm being interviewed. Sorry. You're you're being interviewed. Yes. Well, actually, I think you should do the podcast. Would you like to interview me? Uh, I think it'd be better if you interviewed me. Okay. You're more experienced with this. Okay. So, uh, how old are you, Seth? Um, I'm 11. Okay. And what are we doing here tonight? Why, why, why are we here? Uh, well, well, the reason why we're here is... Your mom made a killer dinner uh, yeah, for uh, several yeah, of us uh, artists. Yeah, my mom, Nikki O'Connell, made a killer dinner for a few people who came over who were involved with the Love Letters from Denmark. And we'd like them to have a look with our new house, which we just got extended onto. Yes, and it's it's a beautiful addition. Thank you very much. Yes, you're welcome. So, uh, so we were talking the other day. Yeah. And we were talking about a variety of things. So, um, like, tell us about Seth. Like, who is Seth? What makes Seth tick? Uh, Seth Rogen or Seth myself? Yourself. Okay. Um... Unless you know a lot about Seth Rogen. I have no idea who he is. I, I think he's actor. Anyway. He is. Uh, well, like, if you ask me who I am, I'm going to say so many positive things about myself. That That's good. That, like, none of them will be true. Like, I can fly and super handsive. I have, like, a bazillion followers on Facebook. Like, I've been saying loads of those things and basically, uh, well, I've been told okay. that I'm a good drawer. Loads of people in class want me to draw their stuff when we're doing art activities. Um... I'm a pianist. Are you? Yeah, I play keyboard and old-fashioned pianos. 
especially ones that have been tuned. Okay. And I'm a good gamer, said my friends. Okay. I had them over. We played Halo. Sent uh, not Halo. What am I saying? That's a game that my cousin used to play. It was basically like a Lego Marvel. Yeah, that's a Lego Marvel. And basically, um, I won. And they said I'm amazing at video games, and I claimed that myself. Okay, well that's good. So I noticed when we came in, you had like this massive Lego explosion on this big table out there. So like, tell us about your Legos. Well, what can I say? I'm a Lego fanatic. Okay. Are you getting treatment for that? <laughs> uh, um, sorry, um, I just lip-synced. What does that mean? Anyway, um, I hope so. Okay. Yeah. Like, um, I was making a joke, like you, it's a disease or something. Oh, yeah, it's, it's a big disease. It's, it's basically, it's like the disease when you're going to the gym and it, like you get really, like your feet get really heavy uh -huh. and you start sweating, you feel really hot. Disease is not, it's called just not being bothered. That's what the disease is called. Uh, that's your way of tuning people out, is playing with Legos? Uh, yeah. Well, like, um, but so I have this whole world and storyline, what's happening in the moment. Okay. And I've been away this whole summer and I've lost track on it, so I'm just really building stuff now. Okay. Expanding my imagination. Very cool. So your dad is like, he is like the sign painter of Limerick. He's painted all these pubs, all these restaurants, all these cool things around town. Yeah. Does that make you want to become a sign painter? Or are you like, eh, that's cool, but I want to do something else? Well, I'm not as disrespectful as that. Like, um, I am interested in acting and being a director and a musician, but I really like sign painting. I like that it's basically a resistance of all the people left on the planet who have been re not replaced by machines because basically everything now is done by machines. People are losing their jobs on the streets, starving, because just they got replaced by a piece of metal. Or plastic, or whatever. You know, I it's just called. I just read this uh, news story the other day that um, they expect over the next twenty years for thirty five percent of all jobs to be replaced by robots and machines. So, your thoughts, Seth? That's bad. Like it's good for people who are like working labor; they get a bit of time off, but like. If I'm enjoying my job, I don't want to be replaced by a thing that has a giant hand coming out of its head with beep-boop sounds. Uh, it's like, if I am an actor and I'm like on Broadway or I'm me, George Clooney, I don't want to be replaced by a machine who would meet all the celebrities and I wouldn't be able to meet anyone. So, yeah, it would dilute our experience yes. somewhat. So you, you keep mentioning acting and film. Is that what you're drawn to right now? Uh, yeah. But like, if there's a big film in the theater, I'd be the first to see it. One, yeah. please. <laughs> so, like, what is a Seth movie? Like, a movie comes up and you're like, I gotta see that. What movie is that? What are some of Seth's favorite movies? Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim. Yes, it's, it's my favorite film. Okay. I'm not familiar with that. Tell us about it. Uh, basically, um, 
it's post-apocalyptic in the future. Basically, there's a twist at the uh, 17 seconds into the film. Okay. Where basically aliens don't come from space. They're from underneath the Pacific Ocean. Is this a spoiler alert moment? Oh, no. It's like a, it's in the trailer. Okay, okay. So basically, like a, the first line is, when we were small, we used to look up to think what was above the skies. But we were wrong. It was So you us. really know the movie? I've seen it at least 16 times really? on holidays, but I've not seen it as much as I've seen Grown Ups. Love that movie. Grown Ups. Well, like, in Pacific Rim, basically, they made a trailer look like the only plot to the film was a giant robot punching a giant monster in the face in slow motion, but there's way more story to it than just that. Well, basically... Uh, it's not like Godzilla. Like, he just come, wreck the place, leave for 20 years, come back, wreck the place, leave. Basically, there's a whole army of 400 feet creatures based on fish and things like that. Animals, basically. Who, like, uh, come out of the water, uh, wreck the place, leave, uh, get out of the water five minutes later, wreck, like, San Francisco leave, wreck Japan, you know. And basically, we need a new weapon. So they built giant robots called Jaegers, which is German for hunter, uh, that have, like, different abilities. I mean, not like the force, but, like, um, uh, one of them, Gypsy Danger's hand, if it forms in a different way, it will lock into a plasma cannon. One of them, will chest will open up, out comes... Like six cannons that will shoot atom bombs. Wow. So they destroyed a lot of cities just to prove a point. And what was the point? That humanity is better than aliens. Huh, okay. So why do you like that movie so much? Well, like the story and the dialogue is like, it really can happen, but loads of people say this is the stupidest film <laughs> they've ever seen. Okay. But not for Seth Collins. Yeah, it has the best one-liner in the world. Basically, you thought that it was as the La Vista baby or I'll be back or anything like that. But it's basically Idris Elba, who's an English actor, is giving a speech okay. to all of his people who were the Jaeger pilots. And he screams at the top of his voice, We are cancelling the apocalypse! His real English mm. accent. Okay. And it's really good how he says it. It's just amazing. So if you go into directing films, will you be looking for that iconic phrase? Like, I'll be back, or we're canceling the apocalypse? Yeah, I don't really want to um, any, like, rip them off. Uh-huh. But I already came up with this one for a film I'm thinking of making. Do you really want to share it? I mean, this yes. goes out to the public. This, yeah. Someone could steal your idea. Yeah, I think I already stole it. Like, okay. I stole the one-liner, but it's like the plot is mine. Okay. You see, there's a person who is the boss of someone, and that person who uh, is working for him has gone evil, but like, I'm not going to give the entire dialogue. Okay. And the boss comes out with a flamethrower and says, You're fired. Ah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Action and a, a one-liner. That's good. Like every Arnold Schwarzenegger movie has Very. ever been made. Very true, very true. Well, so you're looking at formulas at this stage of your career yeah. and saying, okay, what works, what doesn't work, that's good. So, you know, here's the tie-in. You know, your dad's a sign painter. The people are making more and more movies about sign painters. Maybe you could be 
the guy who makes the Irish sign painter movie. I could. Starring three people. Yeah? The cameraman, the director, and the sign painter. There's more than just your dad here. I yeah. mean, you got all those guys in Dublin. You got, you know. Yeah. Vanessa I mean, like, Power came down from Dublin for the show. Yeah, I know that there's more than just one sign painter in the complete Republic of Ireland. But it just doesn't feel like it anymore. Hmm. Like, whenever you go to a um, like sign artist, it's like uh, loads of mechanical arms, like... Uh, printing signs or like a graphic designer like I totally respect graphic designing it's cool and all mm -hmm. but like um, it's rare to see a actual hand-painted sign like ghost signs or something so so as a as a younger person who's the next generation coming up like how yeah. do you feel about that responsible nervous and I feel that I'm just gonna ruin everything really I have like um I feel like I'm just gonna drop like uh, if it, like this is all a big play of China. I'm just gonna drop it and it's gonna smash on the floor. That sounds like a lot of pressure. Yeah. Like I don't want to just forfeit, hand it in for a machine, and stop the generation of sign painting. What sign painting? Yeah, mm -hmm. that's better. But like, I will carry it on. Yeah. If I try. Yeah. Which I will. You're gonna try sign painting. Yes. You think so? Yeah, for a bit. Yeah, I think it'd be good. I mean, even if you didn't decide to do that for the rest of your life, it would teach you some things about art and about connecting with people, you know. Socialization. Socialization, there you go. Yeah, well, the only con would be if you spent five months on a sign, like in a public place, someone would just walk up to you and say, you spelt it wrong. That's true. That's pretty much what you hear every time you go out. Yeah. Some guy thinks he's hilarious and says that, but what are you going to do? Yeah, I saw this person writing a sign of coffee, mm -hmm. and he spelled it C-O-F-F-Y, and someone went up to him and said it's C-O-F-F-E-E. -E. I hope I spelled that right. If not, I just made a fool of myself for the entire week. No, you did, but do you, do you think he was spelling it uh, wrong on purpose? Well, like, uh, when I saw you spelled it wrong, I looked at the shop and it was like a joke shop. Basically. Ah, there you go. So it might have been a gesture. Yeah, might have been, might have been. So have you lived in Limerick your whole life? Uh, have I lived in Limerick my whole life? Yes, I was I born there. And what do you think? Um, well, I think Limerick. Uh, yeah. It's very nice. It's actually a beautiful town. But when, like, tourists would come... People like us. Yeah, well, <laughs> not really like you. I mean, like uh, French people, no okay. offense, or like um, Japanese tourists would come and they get like, because like normally like uh, the train station or the bus station to come to Limerick is around those rough parts. Okay. So like they just come off the train and um, those rough kids would come over and start picking on them. First real experience in Limerick, they love it. But, like, it's not just those rough... Like, Limerick is not rough. Like, it used to be. But, like, we rose. It's very lovely. Like, you should see it at night. Why am I saying like a lot? Anyway. Basically, the lights are just beaming down on the streets. Yeah, it's we, we noticed that last night. We were able to see out through the hotel because we're on the third floor right now. Mm. And it's just... Yeah, it's gorgeous. It's a beautiful town. 
You have a nice town. So if you're thinking of coming to Limerick, those rough people aren't real. They're a figment of your imagination. Yeah, okay. So if, if someone was coming to Limerick, like where would you want to take them to show them? Like what would be like, hey, I've got to show these people this. What would that be? Arthur's Key. Arthur's Key, what is that? Basically, it's just outside the Fab Lab, which is the exhibition Love Lives from Limerick. It's basically, it's like a, uh, a key, which is spelled um, Q-U-A-Y. Okay, yeah, we've seen that on the signs. Yeah, basically, it's it's a shopping center. Okay. It's, it's designed like those American malls that you'd see on those reality TV shows. Like, it has... Like a big circle in the center of it with two escalators okay. in an X form and loads of shops, mall shops like uh, like those uh, children's rides. It just looks amazing. Yeah, you like with, it. There's loads of like uh, Tesco's or Cats, which is a uh, like a hairdressers. Okay. It just like if you're from America and you went there, it really reminds you of home. Uh, I think most of us who come here are trying to. Not remember home as much, though. <laughs> it depends on your stay. Like, if you stayed five minutes, which some people would, or an entire week, which hopefully people would. But also, I'd like to take them to a place in Limerick, uh, the Hamptons. The Hamptons? Well, it's a restaurant. Okay. It's the best restaurant I've ever been to. Yeah? Uh, lovely service, lovely food, lovely restaurant. It's underground. Oh, cool. It's like um, you go there and it's a one-room building and you think this place is just horrible. I mean, you walk in, there is a staircase, uh, four, uh, three flights down uh-huh. to this amazing like underground are- like area. There's like a few steps like a... Yeah, it's just really amazing. The kitchen, you can see what's happening inside. Nice. Like you can see, oh, here comes my food. Okay, very cool. So, uh, Kaylee and I went last night to a place, I don't know if you've been there before, the Kurgaur? Kurgaur, uh, it's familiar. Okay, it's across from the castle. Mm-hmm. And your dad was telling us that um, oh, oh yeah, I think with, I when the tide goes low, there's like uh, boulders or something, and that the goats used to cross the river jumping from boulder to boulder. That is, is, that, is that before your time, or have you seen that before? Um, uh, that's probably before my time because yeah. I know goats are very uh, curious to climb really high peaks. I was at the beach in Mallorca once. Okay. And there's a goat there roaming freely. Yeah. And there's this giant peak, like a, an edge of a, for like a cliff diving. And you just, after seven leaps, just made it to the top, just like that. Nice. Yeah, Kaylee and I tomorrow are going to go. Um, to the Cliffs of Moher. Is that the right? Uh, Cliffs of Moher. Whereabouts is that? Uh, it's right out by the ocean, west, uh, oh, east. Yeah. Well, I'm turned around, so west of here. Oh yeah, uh, Cliffs of Moher, Moher, Moaning. Don't know, but okay. something along. Have you been there? Probably in my past life. Uh, okay. Everyone says it's amazing, so we're looking forward to seeing that. And something called uh, Burin. Burin. Yeah. Baron, uh, don't think I've been there, but it sounds amazing. We'll take pictures and we'll share them with you. Thank you, please. Okay, do. okay. Yeah, please do. So, I like to talk with my guests about not only their creative pursuits, like your filmmaking, 
But um, I also like to, to get inside their head when it comes to the music that they listen to and inspires them. So what, 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 what's on Seth's iPod? Um, first of all, I don't have an iPad. Okay. I, iPod, it, it's it's a figure of speech. It's like, oh, give yeah. me a Coke, but it's just you're asking for something. Oh, it's like a, on my soundtrack. What's on your soundtrack? Even better. So that's a European term. Um, love 70s music. Yeah? The best. Like what? Uh, for example, Redbone. Okay. Or Robert Sullivan, Gilbert, whatever his face is okay. called, the guy who wrote Get Down. Gilbert Sullivan? Uh, yeah, that's yeah. it. But it's not the 21st century Get Down. That song is horrible. Okay. I mean, like, the original. Um, if you like Pina Coladas. Yeah. Like that one. Yeah. Um, what other ones are there? Well, I know a lot. If you watch Guardians of the Galaxy, that's an amazing soundtrack. And Grown Ups. There's one I know loads, but I just can't get them out in speech. Okay. California Dreaming. That's yeah, it. you like Mamas and Papas? Yeah. So how did you get exposed to that? Uh, film. Okay. It's like a, they had a 70s event on the Mooney Show okay. before Ray Darcy came in. And basically they had in a, a 70s. Like a little exposition, or hope I'm just not um, basically sorry, I'm just quite nervous. Uh, it's nothing to be nervous screen. about. Basically, it's not an exhibition. I, yeah, it was basically a festival of 70s music that they play every day. Okay. And that was very good for uh, 70s music, but like some of the 21st century music is okay. Like, after a while, they got ridiculous. I like big butts, but I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I quite like Daft Punk. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, your dad has sent me quite a few different links. I've, it's one of those bands I've heard the name, and I've heard a couple of things, but he seems to be more into Daft Punk than myself. Yeah, I see the poster with the Rolling Stone Daft Punk cover. That's nice. Yeah, five star. Yeah, yeah. So what do you like about them? Is that that 70s sound that they have? I like the techno and how they would have celebrities to help them, like uh, Will Ferrell or something. Okay. And also like the mystery. Yeah. Like they don't do intru- they don't do interviews. They don't reveal any flesh. Like God knows what they look like. Yeah. And it's just really interesting. And whenever they have a concert, it's a big circle, and basically it's like a pyramid in the middle, and on top of the pyramid there's a flat surface. Okay. And that's their DJ booth. So, like, everyone can see them. Well, that's what I've been told. But, so, basically, like, their gestures, like, they've been in a few movies. They've been in Tron Legacy. Okay. And they've done the music for that. Um, also, I love their music. It really touches people as well. Like, um, you'd think by their look they'd be rock and punk, but most of their albums are actually love songs. Mm. But I don't think that they're in committed relationships. I think they're just, they just want entertainment. They're they just, they're just out there hanging people. out, doing their thing, huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the uh, Tron Legacy, this might be of interest to you. We did a bunch of work for a car collection in Fort Worth, Texas. And they had the Tron motorcycle from the movie. The light cycle? Yes, and it actually works. Like, would it have the beam at the back of it? Uh, I don't know. I didn't see them fire it up and actually ride it, but they told me that it actually functions. It's difficult to ride, but that it actually drives and operates. Is it like in the movie, if you have, um, 
like this um, cylinder thing. If you jump, click a button, it will form around you. Uh, I think I think that yeah, I think that's probably you know yeah, it's probably something they do after they do the filming, but still kind of cool. Yeah. So so what's next? Like what's on Seth's horizon? Finish my homework. Yeah. I'm thinking I did my homework tonight. It was really. Oh, even tonight you got to do that. Oh yeah. Basically, uh, what's next? like, what, you, like, what are your goals, your plans? Like, how are you going to go from being Seth to Seth, the Hollywood director? How are you going to get there? I'm going to do sign, uh, sign painting with my dad for a while, and maybe like a year or two to work off some uh, seed money. Okay. Then I might go work at like Moaning Stories, which is like a small convenience store. I mean, not like a giant shop, like. Um, like Seven Eleven, basically like a small. Like, so something shop to just get by while you while you pursue your film. Yeah. Okay. Like I experience stuff. I'm not gonna join the war or anything. I'm not that crazy. Yeah. But I am very crazy. I put salt in my Seven Up once. Oh, that's uh, pretty crazy. Uh, um, I'm not gonna work in fast food because uh, the thing there is that they hook you there. Yeah. And they just keep giving you employment issues that you need to do. And they just won't let you leave, so that's not a good idea for a summer job. They just won't let you leave, and you're stuck there forever. Sure. Uh, I'm not going to take something on that will make me wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning and go to bed at 12 o'clock in the night. Wise choice, yeah. Because like, I only have three hours of sleep. Uh, I don't know, maybe a colleague of Steven Spielberg if I can do that. Oh, well, there you go. That's all you got to do. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what films Seth Collins comes up with. I think that'll be entertaining to watch. Thank you. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you very much for coming to my house. Thank you for the hospitality. This was a wonderful dinner. Thank you very much for being one of the first people to come to my house, and thank you very much for staying the first five minutes. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. Okay, Hepcats. This is the part of the show where we play a song from the Arhuli Archive, so pay attention. You can get these tunes from the legendary Arhuli Records at arhuli.com. Now sit back, open up some one shot, Crank up the volume and expand your minds, babies.
Susie and Eric Thompson. And Laura Lewis. in Dallas, Texas. You can find licensed apparel of Sean Starr's original designs at BigDSpeedShop.com. The show is also brought to you by Full City Rooster Coffee Roasters, makers of the Sign Painters Blend. Coffee that Sean drinks in the studio every day. Now shipping worldwide, FullCityRooster.com. with a sign painter hosted by Sean Starr. You can find all sorts of info about the show and sign painting, including previous episodes at our website, seanstar.com. 